It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Salt and the Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo, Moo Cow. Yo. Bringing the bull. Bringing the bull. First. Welcome to the best Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast so far in 2019. No, cow, you're so cliche sometimes. <laughs> Hell yeah. How was uh, everybody's Christmas and New Year's? It's good, man. Yeah, it's pretty good. What about you? Good. Well, yeah, for the most part. I've been sick for a couple of weeks, but it's been good. Is that messing up your smoking? Uh, yeah, I, I hadn't had a cigar in, since Thanksgiving until tonight. Oh, my gosh. Would you go to Headley Grange? I did. Wow. Yeah. God, I haven't had one of those in four or five years. Four years? It wasn't, Maybe. It wasn't bad. No, I just don't really see them. Yeah. No, I hadn't seen it either. I picked it up um, last weekend, actually, because I hadn't actually ever had one. So they had them at ZT's and uh, picked it up and gave her the tryout. Now, you yeah. Went, like super baller at that store, didn't you? Dude. Yeah, that store is always. Ugh. <laughs> what, what That's how it. It's it's amazing every time. What'd you get? Um, what did I get? A couple of the the man, Toro Fuente. Very nice. Um, what else did I get? Uh, Opus Thirteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. A one. Um, Headley Grange. Um, what else? I, I'm actually going back this weekend. They had some. That's ambitious. Puro de Oro. Well, we're. We're down there again for some other mm. stuff, but uh, Oklahoma City. Um, mm. Dude, you got to hit up that shop every time you're in town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember. Do you remember when you went to OKC for for you had a job, you had a training in, o, in Oklahoma City. Do you remember that? Yeah. And you picked us up some Liga T52s when they were like, only buy two everywhere, get one. You know what I'm saying? Remember mm-hmm. you couldn't buy them everywhere or couldn't get them and you bought us some and yeah. you went out there? Yep. Oh, those are the days, right? Good stuff, <laughs> Every, man. Everything was still cool. Yeah. Everything was still good. You were like, <laughs> I don't know, almost like, uh, it's crazy. That shop it's amazing. Just, that shop just always has, uh, dude, I don't know if it's regional or what, but it's a massive shop. I mean, uh, Mo, mm-hmm. you've been there, yeah? Yeah. No, I haven't. Oh, okay. It's like a massive shop, so um, it's probably yeah five times the humidor size of Classic. No, okay, yeah. I mean, it's it's huge, and then it's wider, yeah, I, I, <clears throat> so it has a huge middle section too. Mm-hmm. So each wall and then the middle section, and uh, pretty nice smoking area and all to the in the back with the, it's a members lounge, but still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's nice the membership shop. cost over there? Uh, I've never looked into it since I don't live there. Hmm. They've got um, humidors in the back for members and stuff like that, too, that kind of deal. But Yeah, I mean, I think pretty much anybody who travels anywhere who's a cigar smoker has those lounges that they hit up every time they're in town. Oh, yeah. 
you know, it's just, well, I'm going to Chicago, so I got to stop at Casa de Monte Cristo, or I'm going down to Louisville, so I have to hit up Jay Shepard in Riverside. You just, you just hit up these shops every time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I love their shop, and they always have a ton of stuff that you can't get around here. Mm. So odd. I mean, being an hour and a half away, they always have stuff you can't get yep. everywhere else. You know, it's it's interesting to me because even like having lived in Tulsa, I still haven't been there as a cigar seller. <laughs> yeah, um, if that Phenomenal. makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, right. Yeah. You're looking for. So, um, you know, so like, I don't know why because there's a shit ton of shops there. Yeah. I mean, per capita. No, oh, it's ridiculous. Um. It's like a uh, like a small. This is gonna get riled up. Uh, it's like a smaller version of Texas. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I think. Uh, what are, I mean, I mean, there is a. I mean, per capita, that's got to have some of the most cigar shops of anywhere, like outside of Arizona and Atlanta. Which I don't think people realize. Yeah, 14, 15 in the area. You can beat a 14 different ones within like a, I don't know, let's say 30-minute radius, maybe less. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, lot, the, the, the proximity of each of them is is ridiculous. Yep. I can't think of that many in my state. Well, yeah, I mean, you have to think about it, too. Like, with Tulsa, you drive. Do you remember when I used to work in Enola? Yeah. Okay. That's what, 20 minutes? Outside of downtown Tulsa? Uh, yeah, 20, 30 minutes, yeah. Yeah. And you're literally in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't, it's not like when we're saying 14 or 15 shops covering Tulsa, like, you have to understand that. I mean, basically, Tulsa's not, how, how many people live in Madison, Wisconsin, Cal? Uh, 250,000, 300,000. Okay, and Tulsa's what drew about five hundred, six, seven hundred thousand, something like that. Uh, I was about to look it up. Let's oh, man, uh, like looking up facts and stuff. Let's let's look it up. Look up the facts. Four hundred one thousand. Okay, so fourteen cigar shops for, and let's say the greater metropolitan area of Tulsa is seven hundred thousand people, or maybe you know, quarter million, whatever, or three quarters million, whatever. 14 cigar shops. Yeah. That's a lot. That's crazy. Because, I mean, and I don't know exactly how many the uh, Oklahoma City has, but I've been to three or four. I want to say they have maybe five, and they're mm-hmm. way larger. <laughs> yeah. I don't Does know Does everybody why. just smoke there? I guess so. We got lucky, which is still odd that then you drive an hour and a half to Oklahoma City and they have a bunch of cigars that you can't even get here, and we have 14 shops that all carry the same stuff. Okay, so that's <laughs> what I was going to get to. Now, now you got to talk about prestige, though. You could have 400 cigar shops, but if if those shops are not a... a um, I don't want to call it a priority for exclusive stuff or whatever you want to call it. 
then, you know, you're going to run into that, right? Yeah. Sure. And they each have slightly different stuff here, but... I don't know. I just... I guess they're all trying to sell the stuff that... They know sells. Yeah, but at the same time, they're trying to sell the stuff that just sells as well. Well, and you come on, that one shop um, we've referred to is like an older crowd, and yeah. they're kind of stuck in their ways, so they only carry the stuff that the customers want. They don't, yeah. they don't ever branch out and get anything different or new or whatever. So, I mean, you go there for the old classics. <laughs> sure. You know, and that's what people don't realize, man, is that it is there are so many shops that are not willing to go outside of their, you know, normal buying patterns or to bring something else in. And I'll be, you know, people think that, you know, if I'm looking at Patina, like, Oh man, when I'm talking my, you know, the reps or whatever, like, Oh yeah, this is a real big boutique shop. Believe it or not, the best shops that I have a chance to do, well in right off the bat are the ones that actually don't have a lot of boutique because you're not fighting the rest of them exactly Mm. because you know the majority of their humidor is like you know staple stuff and again it depends what you define as boutique but let's just call patina ultra ultra fucking boutique because it's tiny right (laughs) um but I'm not fighting those guys, you know? And now I am the different thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So um, that's kind of where sometimes that works to my advantage, yeah. if it's if a shop's not ultra boutique That makes sense. You got to stand out somehow. Makes it easy. Nice. So... So, Mo, you're smoking something tonight, right? Sure am. What are you smoking? Uh, I am smoking a... And, I, man, I... Uh, Botched the daughter, name? I, I, I want to get the exact name. Hold oh. on. Daughters of the Wind by Bespoke. Nice. I've heard good things about that cigar. And, yeah, it's... Let me put it to you this way. So, I'm in Smoke Maniunk, and I say to, and I say to Costa, I say, and Eli... I say, guys, give me something new, like that I haven't haven't tried before. Like, have you smoked bespoke? And I said, well, yeah, I have. And let's backtrack. Last year, Andrew at Small Batch um, hooked me up with like this bespoke sampler, right? Yeah, man. On the house, I mean, just a fucking class act, that guy. I mean, very nice of him. I don't get as many free cigars as Danny does, but you know. Nobody guys are, does. No, I mean, yeah, it's it's unreal. Small batch he's not here tonight because com. he's drowning in free cigars. Yeah, no shit. Anyway, so uh, he, you know, and then and I remember talking to you and Dave about it a little bit. I said, "Man, these cigars are really good," and some of them are made at Kellner Boutique, right? Yep. So I had really liked um, which was the one that I really liked. I think it was the the one with the old dude on the band. That's my favorite the one. Basilica A. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. like, uh, yeah, not Eastern Standard, uh, the, not that old dude, but um, which is that's not a bad cigar either. But the Basilica is um, really, really good, and I was like, damn. And then I smoked the Cottontail and some other one like Minerva or something like that. Yeah, that was very like good the, cigars. 
Yeah, so they're all good stuff. He's like, man, and they're like, and they're like man, you got to check out this Daughters of the Wind. I said, all right, cool. So I smoke it, and it is fantastic. And if you have a chance, I mean, the bespoke stuff ranges in price, but they can be a little pricey depending on the Vitola, but they are worth it. Mm-hmm. I um, they are very, very good cigars. So if you get a chance to smoke some of the bespoke stuff, I, I recommend you try it. Now, the Daughters of the Wind, though, that's not made at Kellner Boutique, is it? No. I believe it's this one is made in Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Yeah. yeah. Costa Rica? I don't know where, but I've mm. only heard good things. Well, Cal, when you come down to visit, I got some for you, so. Was that so you haven't already bought it yourself, I guess. Daughters of the Wind, or was that uh, a penis joke? <laughs> <laughs> Probably both. <laughs> Give me two things. <laughs> Very nice. Um, that was smallbatchcigar.com. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't advertise on her? <laughs> that leads to the topic that I wanted to talk about. Well, you there know, you with, go. The, with the transitions like a champ. Um, <laughs> So I've been I've been complaining to Mo and Drew and Danny here uh, that I keep getting these requests on Instagram from people who, whether they're retailers or they're brands, who want to have me like, I guess be like an influencer or something, like help sell their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I wanted to talk about is how these people are upping their social media game just so that everybody knows about it. Um, for the past like couple of years, I would say it's been pretty constant that if you're an Instagram person with like a reasonable following, they'll pretty consistently offer you like 15 bucks for a post, right? Be like, that's about the going rate for a post to say that they're like, this is a cigar you should smoke, um, which for most of right? is in- that's incredibly low, right? That's super low. That's what it's been for a long time. Um, but that's just just what I've seen. Right. And just for context, I've, my, my Instagram account is like 6,000 followers and I get like a little over 600 interactions of, or no, sorry, a little over 800 interactions of some form per post on average, whether that's likes or comments, um, which is not gigantic or anything like that. I just want to make sure people understand where I'm coming from. Cow's a baller. Um, no, yeah. no, that's not the point. Well, that measuring contest went well for Cal. <laughs> that was not the point. Um, the point is that people should understand where it's coming from. Um, there are people who are a lot bigger on Instagram than I am by a lot. And really what I want to make sure of is that people know that there's there's a lot of brands out there that are now upping that game to where it was like $15 a post, and now they're making it significantly more. Um, so I've gotten offers recently that were like many hundreds of dollars worth of free stuff to advertise for like a retailer, for example, that is not as good as other retailers. That's just true, right? It's an online storefront. Um, and my response to these is to look at them and, and then maybe order from them if they look okay and then tell them they're not as good as small batch and I won't fucking deal with them, um, because I'm not going to point people to something that isn't okay. Um, so Really, I think it's worth watching out for a couple of things. Like if somebody suddenly changes the place that they're that they're ordering from and they call it out a lot of times, that's weird. If somebody has a coupon code that includes like a personal coupon code instead of just like a coupon, that's weird. 
they're probably getting paid for that. You should probably think twice about it. Um, in fact, anybody that has a coupon code that's a personal coupon code, I would I'd be a little concerned about because um, it's a little weird. So watch out for things like that because it's just it's going up and up and up, and people are paying more for it. And I just want people to be aware that it's kind of I think a problem. So why why do you think it's a problem? I mean, if if you see it in other in other industries and other avenues being used and what do you see wrong with it? So my issue is that you're, you're pointing people to a service that isn't Mm -hmm. as good as this. Like if you're, if it's not as good as the service you would have used before, or Mm -hmm. it's a cigar, you frankly wouldn't have smoked unless they're Mm -hmm. paying you to do it. That's where I see the problem. If it's something you did use before, or you frankly would use, Mm -hmm. get paid shit, free money. Why not? Mm -hmm. Um, like, you know, if small batch wanted to pay me, feel free, but there's no reason to do that because I'll, I'll advertise for them all day anyway. Cause there's mm-hmm. the best there is. Smallbatchcigar.com. Exactly. Um, but we have people creeping in that just aren't as good and they're trying to get all the, all the eyeballs to go to them, trying mm-hmm. to get all the money to go to them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty dishonest of people if you say like this isn't what i would choose this isn't where i would order from unless they were paying me that seems like you're you're no longer like a social media friend you're a consultant for that brand okay i see yeah i get it and if you call that out fine but if you don't call that out i feel like you're being dishonest Mm. it's not like every athlete that's sponsored to do anything though yeah but you know they're sponsored that seems to be the difference yeah Sure. Like you know, they're getting money from Nike or Adidas or whoever. Yeah. Well, Kyle, we, you and I talked a little bit about somebody who obviously had been approached by the same people oh, yeah. you were approached. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's nuts. It really is. You know, I man, it's like you bust your ass, you go out, you, you put your, you know, I've said this before, you put everything on the line, you're trying to build this brand. I got 1,500 fucking followers. You see people that post certain things and they got like 20, I'm just like, wow. Yeah. So it's it's nuts, man. In the end, like th- this is the way of products, right? Marketing yeah. beats quality most of the time. That's yeah. just true. Um, yeah, I look at it like this too. We're all familiar with Portillo's, right? In Chicago. Yeah. Well, now they're open one here. Yeah, now they're fucking all over. But they, I, I eat burgers from McDonald's more often than I eat burgers from Portillo's, but I would take a Portillo's burger over McDonald's burger any day of the week. Sure. But there's convenience, right? Or whatever. I don't know. Yep. Anyway, it's, I get it, man. It's like, you know, we saw that one instance of uh, a brand calling out a consumer the other day. Um, yeah, just for context for people on that one, there was a, yeah. a consumer that posted a, a bad review of, of that cigar and the company's customer service. And I got actually a couple at this point, a couple different messages pointing me to that post to say, like, these people suck. Um, you don't want to deal with that brand if they're going to throw their consumers under the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's poor form. You know, I think what people need to understand is first and foremost, be forgiving to one another. No one's perfect. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Um, brands are going to do stupid shit. They're not always going to be responsive right away or whatever. But it's also on the brand to be responsive in the right way and to approach things the right way, right? So, anyway. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, sometimes, man, it's just like, you know, and we talked about this the other day in our group text message. It almost feels like sometimes people just bitch because they want to bitch. Oh, yeah, they do. I've never seen more drama than grown men drama. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. Yeah, man. Why is that? What? Because we don't think we have drama, I guess. I don't know. So we just play it out. We all like to watch shit unfold. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think there's a lot of that for sure. Voyeurism, right? Like, rubberneck this post now. Well, I don't mind that, but what about the people that are starting it? (laughs) Man, I don't even know. (laughs) I don't mind watching it once it's started, but (laughs) I'm not going to be the one starting it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know. Who knows? If, if anybody has an idea on why grown <laughs> men decide that they want to start drama, put a put a comment on the Sultans of Smoke. Uh, yeah. Post. Yeah. They're the worst. What? I don't get it. I really don't. You know, sometimes it's just like, you know, you hang around certain places or around certain people and you're like, dude, this is worse than high school. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if it's boredom or what. Yeah. I think we're lucky in that most of cigar cigar culture is really positive, right? People are really happy to be smoking cigars. People are generous. People are kind. Like, that's just cigar culture. Uh, Uh, But sometimes, man, it goes fucking crazy. Yeah. For the most part. One thing you know, I'd like to see us do more is something that Danny did the other day, and I wanted to say thank you to him, even though he's not on here. He'll probably listen, maybe. Um, he might have stopped <laughs> listening by now. Um, so I was at a shop the other day, and Danny Danny sees that I'm there from a, from a post I make, and he texts the owner, and he's like, hey, get this dude a drink. <laughs> so he bought me a drink from wherever the hell he is. <laughs> uh, which I thought was super cool. So I'm going to start doing that to people soon, too. And I think I hope that catches on, because I think that's really fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so props to Danny. Yeah, Dan- Danny's a sweetheart when he wants to be. <laughs> it's true. When he wants to be. It's legit. What else you got, Cal? You have some other topics? Yeah, I got a, qu- a bunch of questions for you guys. Ooh. So 2018 is over. It's 2019. It is. That's that's more of a statement than a question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I got a bunch of questions for you guys about the 2018 year in review for cigars. So a bunch of specific questions that you can answer however you want. (laughs) Yeah, specific questions. About to get some vague ass answers. (laughs) I believe it. so, hey, are we, so here real we go. quick, are we, are we doing yeah. deep thoughts with Drew again? Oh, yeah, we better after this. Yeah. Um, cool. We'll probably have to wait till next week. No, you yeah. got you got a couple minutes. To you've, get had two, you've had two or three weeks to get pretty deep there, Drew. <laughs> Let's go deeper. Um, we'll see. All right, so let's start this off. What's, what's a brand that you gained a lot of respect for in 2018? Ooh. 
and the crowd went wild. What What would you say? What's your answer? Yeah, I have answers for all these. Um, bespoke, actually. Even yeah, though I was I'm, talking about it before. I was like, God damn it, yeah. you stole my thunder. Yeah, um, no, that that's probably... I like the way they do things. They're, like, super quiet, but super good. Yeah. They're like a losing own. So you can't even yeah. find those around here, so... Never even yeah, seen and them. you probably never will. Probably. Get them online. Yeah. What about you guys? What you got for that one? I go. I go bespoke or uh, or Atabay Byron. Oh yeah. Um, Oliver is one of the best guys that I've met in the business, and uh, Nelson Alfonso, who's the master blender of Byron's and Atabay, is probably one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Um, in or outside of the cigar industry, but for a man that is so accomplished, um, to, to see him be so humble and to like literally sit down and have a patina with me and stuff like that was really cool. And, um, the, um, for those that don't know, Nelson Alfonso is, the designer of all the Habanos essay, like jars and packaging and like the Cohiba, like, you know, limited edition stuff. That's all him. He designs all that packaging and he's a blender. That's why his cigars have such awesome jars. Is that, is that kind of how that fits together? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Didn't know that. Yeah. He does all that stuff. He, he designs all of that for the Cuban, uh, you know, Partagas and Cohiba and all that Hmm. stuff. So, yeah, man, and he, um, my claim to fame with him is he's smoking a patina Connecticut. We're at an event. They start raffling off a jar of Partagas Serie D, number four, because he designed the jar. And somebody, you know, the person who wins it takes out a Partagas and gives it to him. So he, so he puts on the patina and he starts smoking the Partagas. About midway through the part, I guess, he puts it down and he picks up the Patina Connecticut and starts smoking that again. Boom. And that was like, I love you. <laughs> that was a, yeah, I love you, Mom. You know, like, I want to have your kids type moment. So, uh, you know, but it was pretty cool, man. That was really cool. But anyway, yeah, I, I, Bespoke's great. Don't know the people behind it. Um, so I'm going to have to go with Byron and Atabay. That is the brand that... Uh, so that I gained the most respect for 2018. Legit. What you got, Drew? Um, I'm going to go with Patina. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell me more. The, uh, the owner, Mo. <laughs> straight up, straight up amazing dude. Yeah. Nicest you, cigar you guy you'll, around, right? you'll ever, you'll ever meet in the industry. Dude, he's amazing. Yeah. He's super humble too. He'll never take a compliment. <clears throat> he sure won't. You guys are assholes. See, there it is. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Mo, Mo's out there working his ass off for for pennies. Pretty much, and enjoying <laughs> every minute of it. Uh, what else you got, Cal? So next question, I got a whole bunch of them. Well, thanks, Drufus. Love you. you yeah, you, you the man. Someday I hope to be like you. Yeah, aim higher. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like, Mo, you owe Drew $15. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Absolutely. 
probably cost a box him more of than that. Bills for sure. <laughs> I said fifteen dollars, not five. <laughs> Damn. Jeez. Um, snap. Um, anyway, uh, which brand surprised you the most this year with anything? Mm. Could be good, could be bad, just surprising. I haven't followed Ooh. enough to answer your questions. You have a what? <laughs> I haven't followed the, the cigar industry enough to answer his questions. Well, I, you know, I'll answer that. I I know this is going to sound really lame, but I'm going to say it anyway. When Davidoff announced that they were bringing, back, bringing out that year of the dragon again, mm-hmm. I was extremely excited yeah. because... Because that's the only one I've never had. And you couldn't get it. I mean, no. you weren't going to be able to get that. So for them to bring that out again, uh, yeah, that was pretty exciting. And you bought that, right? I did. you smoke it? Not yet. I mean, that's did like a once-in-a-lifetime thing, potentially. Okay. Yes, I do. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Nice. It's currently uh, getting some sleep. But... <laughs> it, there will be one of them smoked potentially as early as this weekend. Nice. You, bu- you bought a box or you bought one? It's a bundle. A bundle. You can't buy them I singles. Gotcha. gotcha. It's 10, right? Yeah. So I might still do a little split action on that bundle because they're not exactly cheap cigars. So <laughs> they're like 35 bucks a stick, which is obviously very expensive. But I felt like, you know, this potentially is like a once in a lifetime type deal. So. Yeah. I thought it was worth it, you know. You need to unload a couple. I know a guy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll call Danny up. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that fucker will want him for free. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Send him on over. He uh, probably already has a bundle for free. Yeah, yeah. He that, probably convinced, like, yeah, Ladio Diaz to just send him a bundle. <laughs> <laughs> the Vault series from Davidoff, though, or the Vault idea, is a killer idea. Mm-hmm. Right, well, when you have so much stuff that you've come out with over the years, why not take advantage of it? Yeah, just keep sending out all the stuff that like you couldn't find before. And I'm right. sure that just makes them a pile of money. Oh, 100%. You know, Kyle, the, the shop that I and, and Drew, you guys have both been to Casa de Monte Cristo in Chicago. Those guys bought out the entire remainder of the 702 from 2009, mm. right? Back brilliant. in two thousand nine, yeah, it was fucking brilliant until Davidoff brought it out in the Vault series again. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Snap>. <laughs> so you know, um, yeah. So you take those risks, but that's, that's, that's like our hosing that we did. Oh yeah, remember that shit? <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh jeez, the, the dojo sassies. Yes. So what I. What I would say is this about, you know, I like to, I will always continue to support the brands that, one, um, it's like, Kyle, you posted a bunch of cigars today for your top five. All of those brands are made by what I would consider great people, you know, beyond just the cigars being good, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, that's like in 2019, I'm going to focus on building relationships with brands that I feel 
are of like-minded nature, you know? Um, and yeah, just do that. Hell yeah. So Drew, what, uh, what brand surprised you? Surprised me? Yeah. With anything. I don't know, man. Um, I don't know what I was even excited about this year. Um, what the, what's the long live the King uh, Maduro? Yeah. I was going to say, you're pretty excited about that. It was good. I mean, I bought a whole box, so yeah. Um, I wish you could regret that now. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) kidding. Those were good, dude. That's a good cigar. Actually, I'll tell you what, you know what's really good out of that uh, family is that, is the, is, um, Farce by Matt Booth. That was a very good cigar. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. You would like that, Drew. That's right up your alley. It's a very, like, not overly Dominican, but definitely Dominican. I think nice. you'd really like it, man. Nice. Sweet. What else you got, Cal? Or do you uh, want to answer so that? So, this is a question. What's that? Do you want to answer that? Oh, yeah. My answer for that is first, Mo keeps stealing my answers, um, <laughs> but at least it's a different reason. Um, so I said Davidoff because of all of the new releases they had. I was deeply surprised by how many releases Davidoff had this year. They Whoa. just kept releasing cigar after cigar, including like that, like I don't remember what it was called, like a Master Series or something, or it was just 15 cigars oh, with yeah. numbers on them. Crazy. Just kept releasing cigars. So that surprised me. Um, so I have a question from Dave, which Uh-oh. I think is super cool. Yeah. Uh, Dave wants to know which cigar made your dick tingle the most this year. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely from Dave. You, you know it's from Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did, did we lose Mo? What was the question? Oh. <laughs> which cigar made your dick tingle the most this year? Mm. <laughs> I don't know how you want to interpret that, but go with whatever. Let's see here. I can start while you guys think. Yeah, go for uh, it. My answer, Dave, is uh, the, that Tabernacle Havana Seed stands mm. out for me because it was it was a recent cigar. I just smoked that cigar. I've been looking forward to it for quite a while now. Usually when I look forward to a cigar, there's some amount of letdown because right? there's all that hype. Um, this one stood up to the hype for me, so I thought that was a, a really good cigar. Plus, Danny had bought me that drink, so I was doing pretty good. Um, hmm. Anyway, what you guys got? What made your dick tingle? Let's see. You know, you know what, Mo? Uh, what was the one I smoked? Byron. Yeah. Yeah. At, uh, we were at a wedding after uh, seeing you in August. Mm-hmm. It was good. That one stood out? Yeah. Oh, I'd never yeah. had a Byron either, so that helped. But Dude, the first Byron you have, I feel like you're just like, what the hell is this? This is incredible. It was good, for sure. And yeah. you can't find them around here, so that's also bad. <laughs> <laughs> Good for your wallet. That is true. We got those cigars. They are worth it, though. Um, I don't know, man. I'd have to think about that. I'm really not sure. 
What else you got, well, Cal? Come back to me. All right, that's fine. On the flip side, uh, what cigar let you down the most in 2018? No, we don't need to talk about that. I don't know if I have one of those. You know, man, I, I've come so much into just, like, concentrating on, like, a regular rotation. Like, I just, if, like, a brand that I smoke comes out with something new, I'll smoke it type of deal. So I really, I don't get disappointed very often that way, but I would actually say my pleasant surprise was, um, Sin Compromiso by Steve Saka. And I, and I generally haven't, Miquelita was pretty good, but I haven't really cared for, you know, some of the, I, they're just a little too strong for me. Um, but that Sin Compromiso I thought was very, very good. Oh, man, this is my favorite because you literally just said the cigar that let me down in 2018. Is that right? Yeah, I didn't like that cigar very much. I've loved yeah. everything he's done to that cigar. Yeah, and maybe that's that's why you come out with different cigars because, you know, maybe he's had, what, four other cigars, five other cigars that have come out. And, you know, and obviously I wasn't going to spend 100 bucks on a whatever that was. and Unicorn, yeah. Yeah, or, you know... Um, but the Sin Compromiso was, was it for me in terms of that brand. Man, everybody seems to love that cigar except me. Hmm. Which is legit. Um, so overall, do you think 2018 was a good year for new cigars or was it not a good year for new cigars? There was quite a lot of new stuff. Um... There was a lot of new stuff. I was, I was flipping back through my, my. Was it good? I think it was a. I think it was a solid year for cigars. Better than last year? Uh no, no. No, because Patina dropped last year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then uh, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, my answer was that the industry seems to be doing well, but my overall on 2018 cigars is that they were below what I would consider the average overall. Hmm. Like I would take 2016 or 2017 over 2018 cigars any day. Yeah. So. What oh, else well. you got, Cal? Uh, last one on this section. Uh, what predictions do you have for 2019? I predict I will smoke cigars during 2019. Hmm. I we think realistic predictions. Ho- hopefully more than yeah. last year. <laughs> realistic predictions. My guess is that we'll get more. <laughs> we'll get more FDA clarity this year. Not much more, but some. I think that'll happen this year. I think states are going to continue to crack down on tobacco use. I think that'll You're be another in Illinois, thing. though, you, that's guaranteed. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, even just nationwide, um, to, yeah. you know, purchase ages are going to go up. Tax rates are going to probably increase. Uh Yeah, that'd be my, my guess. In terms of actual cigars and stuff like that, I tough to say. You know, um, the hope is that 
you know, you can come out with some stuff that's unique that uh, is not, you know, kind of what's already on the market anyway. Mm -hmm. So some stuff yeah, that. Uh... Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say my prediction is that we're finally going to see this patina broadleaf that I've been looking forward mm -hmm. to. Yeah, that'd be nice. Mm. That is the plan. Actually, I was just working on the box designs. Um, is it different from your other boxes? The color will be, but no, it'll be the same. Oh, okay. Nice. What are your color choices? Or is that confidential? Um, no. Uh, working on it being the uh, the sky blue from the Chicago flag. That's kind of cool. Yeah. You need to work a little uh, patina color in there. A little, uh, what was that, like turquoise? Mm. Yeah, maybe. Well, there's something else hopefully coming out this year, too. So. Oh, yeah. Maybe for that. From you? Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Patina's Any got teasers it going. for everybody? It'll just be a limited size of an existing blend. Or, like, you know, a. Yeah, so the size will be limited, but it'll be a yearly thing. Of oh, one of the existing blends, yeah. Nice. You know, pop a special band on there? Do I get a secondary band patina? No, I don't think so, man. I, I might put a secondary band on the Broadleaf, but after toying with it, it's almost now becoming like. I don't know. It doesn't even mean anything anymore. The if everyone's doing, yeah, if everyone's doing a secondary band on something that's not even secondary band worthy, then what the fuck's the point of doing a secondary band? Yeah, that's fair. I guess the point would be so people don't confuse it with the Habano. Hmm. What are you talking about? So, if I don't know what I'm looking at. How do I know if I've got a broadleaf or a habano? If I actually know what I'm talking about, pretty easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if I'm and holding the two cigars in my humidor and I don't know what's what, there are a lot of people that probably wouldn't know much of a difference. You need to listen to our podcast more. Hmm. Maybe we should talk sure. about that sometime. Cigar just died on you. Cigar died oh. on you? No, I mean, it's like... Well, I don't want to talk about it. Cal, what else you got? You got something else for Those us? Those are all the topics that I had. What do you got? We got any deep thoughts with Drew. I don't I don't have deep thoughts. Did you get yeah. well, how was your year? How was your year? How about how about cursory observations? Do you have that? Do you have any thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> how was how was you guys' <laughs> year? Surface level observations with Drew. <laughs> <laughs> uh how how was you guys' year as far as cigars go? Mo, you're beside that, but Cal, you. Spent way too much money as a consumer this year. Yeah. Way too much. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I just keep piling up cigars. I, yeah. need to, I need to stop buying and start smoking more. <clears throat> well, that's yeah. Not yeah. always. Yeah. Overall, though, I, I enjoyed having a whole year's worth of uh, blind reviews. That was kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. That's fun. So I found a box than. of uh, I found a box of um, Epernay twenty four well twenty eleven and twenty fourteen at a shop in Iowa, and uh, I skipped on the twenty eleven just because I thought they were a little too old at this point. 
But um, I picked up the box in 2014, and I smoked one, and it was fantastic. I bet it was. Nice. But yeah, I need to stop spending so much money on cigars. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, when you're not making that much. It's, well, it's I, I, yeah, <laughs> I get it. Sell one cigar, buy five cigars. Yeah, exactly. Exactly how it goes. But there was just a lot of like unique opportunities that presented themselves this year that I just, whatever. Well, that's normally how it goes for me is you go into the shop and it's like, ugh, I can't not buy this. I may, right. I may not ever see this again. <laughs> that's how they get you, though, man. I know. Every time. Like, yeah, that, I know. It happens every time. It happens all the time. And then you can't just buy one because you're like, well, if I like this, I, I can never get it again. Then I'm really screwed. Yeah. So yeah, I'll buy five of these. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep, and that's why you're probably going to buy more of the man this weekend. Probably so. I haven't smoked <laughs> it yet, though. <clears throat> doesn't matter. You're not going to get a chance to buy more. That's true. Yeah, yeah, you're a Fuente freak. They're good, man. They're good. Yeah, oh, yeah. Staple. I'm with you. I haven't had any of the new 13s. I need to smoke some of them. I've got some from when they originally came out. but I bet those are good by now. Yeah, I need to. Maybe that's what I'll bust out this weekend. You've been sleeping a while. They've been take taking a little nap. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you do Fuente, though, man. Oh yeah, you let them let them sit for the more years, the better. Hmm. Yep. Well, what else you guys got? Anything? We're we're getting close to our time when listeners stop listening. Yeah. Oh, we're 10 minutes in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think what people do is they listen to the first, like, five minutes, and then they fast forward to the last five. Yeah, probably. <laughs> They're like, all right, is Danny on? No? Okay, I'll continue listening. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, Danny. Drew, what disease does Danny have this week? <laughs> Danny's disease of the week. He didn't like that last time, did he? No. Uh, no, he wasn't a fan. <laughs> he wasn't a fan of his... He was sick, though. This time he's just screwing around. Uh, he's busy. He, he claims he's working, but... Smoking free cigars. Sitting around smoking free yeah. cigars. <laughs> big shot-itis. Yeah, a big shot-itis. <laughs> Oh, boy. There it is. Well, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, boys. Thank you for everybody that's uh, still listening to this and our podcast in general. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Absolutely. It's going to be a good year. I'm raising my glass. You can't see it. Oh, thank you. Cheers to everybody who's listening. I got my fake glass raised, too. Here's some coffee to you, Kyle. Ooh. Drew. We need to have a coffee podcast. All the people that, that that drink coffee with their with their cigars, mm. dude. That tip of yours, decaf Legit. coffee. Oh, which tip is this? To drink decaf coffee, man. Late night uh, cigar to not keep you up. Oh, it's bomb. Absolutely bomb. Yeah. All right. Well, 
next week. Got it. Thanks, guys. Cheers, gentlemen. Have a good All right. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.